Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. You're tuned into Spectrum on 657 AM. It's 16 minutes after 5. My family, good afternoon and welcome. How do you do this afternoon? It's a Monday afternoon. Uh, Yeah, man, listen, so many wonderful things happening uh, here. Uh, Especially in Gauteng, my family, you'd be so shocked to actually know just how many wonderful things are happening. Um, Maybe right in your hood as you are listening right now this afternoon. So please do look out for uh, great developments uh, with uh, that incredible hub, uh, the Africa Beyond 4IR. Um, They are out in, uh, um, not Tswane, they are out, I think, in Soshangu. Yes, it is Soshanguve. And uh, that conversation will definitely package that and uh, uh, podcast it so that you can refer to it. Um, 17 after 5 is your time. We now cross over all the way to KZN Egogosini and we're joined on the line. Really, really exciting times my family to see young people doing it for themselves. And while I was, we're being educated. Um, we're joined by founder of Okupila Kwezwe Senzom Tetwa who is going to be helping us understand our obligations, our rights and uh, what it is that we ought to be doing in order to be tax compliant. We're looking at tax for individuals this afternoon. Uh, Mr. Mtetwa, thank you so much. Uh, Dada, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Anna. Uh, thanks a lot for giving me the time. Greetings to our viewers at home as well. Yeah, yeah. So did I did I get the name right this week? Okupila uh, Kwezwe. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine. absolutely fantastic sense of thank you so much listen so last week um we were able to uh round up just a basic uh, desktop understanding of tax why we need to pay tax i was actually look at doing a read up on uh the united kingdom you know um it's it's amazing how in primary school we take for granted the information that we learn about these countries. But anyway, so I've just been reading out about the UK. And mm. I found out that income tax is actually a the biggest contributor to the to, to the UK's revenue. Mm, not definitely true. Wow. That's very interesting for me. What can you please just explain it? Uh explain just that, uh, Senzo, for you know, for in layman's terms, what does that mean? Um, see, and uh, in, in context, surely the the main, if I may put it, the main source of income for the government. Mm, mm, mm. Um, it's 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 surely one of the biggest revenue uh, for the government, and uh, you will see each and every individual uh, the moment they are getting employed. Um, they will be requested to register for income tax, mm. uh, provided that then they earn more than the tax threshold, they will then um, be taxed. So that is why it is actually an application for each and every um, South African individual taxpayer to be taxed if obviously um, they are earning above the tax threshold according to the size or mm. according to government. Mm. Because it actually constitutes one of the, the biggest revenue for the government. Hence, there are schools, there are roads, there are uh, hospitals, mm. and all those things, you know. So that's basically how um, is, is government is being funded through the income tax from individuals, uh, from companies. But their main source one or the biggest one 
is the income tax from individual taxpayers. That is amazing. You see, Senzo, for me, that, I mean, it, it lights up my whole existence because mm. if that is the case then, then actually we shouldn't be struggling holding government accountable, Senzo, man. Yabona? No, not at all, not at all, Ayanda. Not at all. See, now, you will see at the moment um, government is providing grants yeah. to all eight pensioners. So, you, just as that our community must ask themselves, where does the government uh, get this money? They get it from the taxpayers, you know. The, mm-hmm. the children mm-hmm. are getting grants mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. from the government. Mm-hmm. Currently, the unemployed uh, people are getting 350 from the government. All this money is actually coming from the taxpayers' income, you know. So that is why the, we always advise, or most people always advise, that uh, whenever there is uh, let's say there's a start. We mustn't be damaging schools, damaging roads, because at the end of the day, whatever getting said is the is the same man that's gonna be used. It's counterintuitive, yes. Schools. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Exactly, that's the case. Sure. You know? Wow. So firstly we shouldn't be afraid of paying just because it comes back and assist the community. It comes back and assist the poor. Mm, you know. Mm, mm. So from, uh, on our side as individuals the individual taxpayers just have to make sure that we comply. If we have to pay tax, we have to pay tax. More particularly, you know, um, there are those individuals that they are getting a salary. Mm. And luckily enough, their employer obviously, they, they're getting tax. When they receive their net pay, it's, it's, it's obviously their net out of course. Mm. Uh, then sometimes you find out that on the other side, uh, as a side hustle, maybe someone is renting or is using his property to rent out, you know. So meaning from his basic salary or from his uh, normal salary from work, is getting another income through renting of a property. And Manju is not going to be getting tax because it's coming straight to him because he's more like now a store prop. And mm. that's where most people get it wrong. They don't decay that income to their tax return when doing the submission. Then later on in a year, then they will, uh, there will be an estimate from such to say, you are owing us this much. And now you start wondering, how? Because I was getting checks mm. uh, where I'm working. Whenever I'm getting my checks, if I know my employer is actually taxing my clothes, it's actually coming from the income that you get uh, on when renting a property or from other side, side hustle business. You know, so very oh, important uh, advice. So, so basically, if I'm hearing you correctly, if I have three streams of income, one being my, I don't want to say taxable, taxable income. Yes, my, my, my nine to five income. So if I have a side hustle in the informal sector, thank you very much. I wake up at four o'clock and I do amakwinya, I go to the robot, I sell, and then I come back, I bath, I go to work. You are mm. trying to tell me that the money that I get from selling my maguinya at the robot, I must declare. Definitely true. <laughs> more especially, more especially, Aranda, if it's coming straight to your bank account, you have to declare. Because why I'm saying this, remember, Aranda, mm. it's only taking you on the income that you receive. That is why you normally saying, if you're earning more, you're getting just more. If you're earning less, you are tax, you're being taxed less. You know, so each and every source of income that you receive in a uh, tax period, 
it must all be declared when you're doing or when you're preparing a tax return. You must declare it in every income. Because the moment you hide some of your income, <laughs> then it means you're not complying with the law. So basically... Later it... on in a year, that will be following a deal. I don't know why I'm laughing. So basically, if there's income that you're not declaring, you're a criminal. <laughs> exactly. 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 That is why. See, I understand. That is why. There, there, are even certain, there are even certain sort of income um, where it is called non-taxable income. Right. Even though you're not going to be getting tax on it, but SARS wants you to declare it, you know, because you have received that income. Declare it on your return as a non-taxable income. No, but you know, but, because, but but he must answer before before you carry on, Putram. Um, what if yeah. it's what if it's in the informal sector? I I, I made that example specifically because I am aware that uh, there are certain concessions, you know, around tax in the informal sector, which of course is definitely not informal. Because come on, I mean, the taxi industry, for example, is the biggest, and yet we say it's informal. It's not informal, you know. But but can exactly. you can you help us? understand what then happens with regards to my obligation to tax if I am operating my side hustle in the informal sector? See, the moment, the moment, let's say, uh, uh, let's just make an example with the tax industry. Mm. The guys in the tax industry, they're just operating um, like that. Mainly, mainly, uh, obviously, their income is mainly just cash. You know, right. And most of them, most of them, in fact, government is losing a lot of money from that industry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's that's, because look, they are not complying. I don't know. Look, yeah. Anyway, story for another day. Yes, but I hear you. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at example. Uh-huh. You know, so there's there's quite a number of um, people that they don't declare that income. So the moment you don't declare it, because technically each and every income that you receive you must actually deposit it to your bank account so that it can be declared as your income because, in fact, it is your revenue from your operation. It's the income that you receive uh, through the running of your business, which is, in this case, your tax industry. So it must be declared. So it must always be deposited to your income. Then whatever expense you incur in your business, then also it must show up on the bank statement. But these guys, they don't do that. Maybe you only deposit out of 10000 to 2000 so basically, you're telling us <laughs> that your source of income for the month out of the 10000 that you've received is, is 2, only 2000 hmm. So there's actually 8000 aside that you didn't declare. Then it means then SARS or government is actually losing tax from that 10000 that you've made through revenue. And let, let that me... Is uh, why, yes. That is why I under um, uh, most of the case we suffer when it comes to things like um, maybe government is actually uh, they, are, they are sort of funding that you need to apply for. Mm. Because when you're applying for a funding, you'll be asked, uh, can we see your business or can we see how the, your business is operating? Can we see your financial statement? Mm. Can we mm. see how, mm. how you're running mm. your operation? Mm. And mm. because you are running your business... Um, <laughs> you are lying to the government. Not that way, then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you actually now can't even get an opportunity to get those fundings. Mm, 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 mm. Look, because um, you haven't been declaring your source of income. Sure. Look, I, I, I'm making light um, of an otherwise very serious situation, uh, Senzo. And, and, you know, this conversation for me is, um, it, 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 it's a little bit unfortunate in the sense that we have 
a situation that is currently happening on the ground as we speak, you know, yes. of yes. informal uh, of the informal sector not being regulated. There's no formal means and uh, systems in which to uh, in in which to measure the 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 real amount of income and uh, the the uh, what do you call it the fluidity of the whole ecosystem and the whole economy that's happening in that informal sector, and yet we have a rule in this country, a regulation that enforces every one of us to declare honestly. So you understand what I'm trying to say? We, we it's a serious issue, uh, Senzo, because it means that even the reports that that we are seeing about the economy, it means a huge part of that report is lopsided somehow. If such a huge part of the economy cannot be accounted for, exactly, exactly. Sure, this is serious. No, no, you see now I've got a serious face. This is very serious. Let's come to me, ne? the one guy who, who's going to de- who's going to try and declare honestly, uh, Senzo. <laughs> so you know the risk, the risk, and if I may put it more especially to the guys who um who are actually owning properties and they're using their property to rent out to individuals. Mm, mm. The risk involved um is that one thing that most people they don't know is that. The moment you register for income tax with SARS, that is why now they will ask you for your ID, copy for ID, when you hold it and, and take a picture, your bank statement, <laughs> your proof of address. It's so that, see, they have got access to your bank account. At any time, they can see if this money is coming in. And yet, obviously, remember, your tenant will be paying you directly maybe to your bank account. And but still, you don't declare it. Yeah, but by the way, um, yeah, I think what what South has also done, uh, which I found to be very clever, uh, Senzo, exactly as you're mm. saying, that's the beginning of the process, right? Um, of monitoring mm. and evaluation, I suppose, according to their systems. What then they yes. do is that uh, they they randomly select audits, which I thought was really very Quite. clever, you know. And when they mm. randomly select an audit, if you say that you've got two thousand which cannot be formally accounted for. You kind of have mm. to give a very detailed explanation what that 2000 is all about. And it's not going to be difficult for SARS to calculate that, you know, a, a, a bowl of amaguinha will earn you 2000 mm. a day. Therefore, if you're only declaring mm. 2000 then actually you are in breach one way or another. Exactly. Is, is, that, is that correct? Yes, no, it's like that. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, le- le- let's quickly deal with compliance issues. Uh, how do I ensure that I am fully compliant um, as an individual? Um, firstly, we need to understand, guys, uh, the Texas normally opens each and every year around July. Beginning of July, that's when your, 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 uh, your Texas normally opens. Then it's normally ending on October. In for provisional taxpayers in January. So I, 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 I understand most people or most individual taxpayers at the moment, uh, they've got their own uh, e-filing looking details. So that's the first step. Make sure you've got your own e-filing uh, details in which you can navigate to see if you are case compliant with SARS. Uh, it's so simple. If you, you've got your login details, there's, there's also an, a MOPI app that you can use. You can put on your phone. Just mm-hmm. log in mm-hmm. and check your your account with SARS. Mm-hmm. That account can tell you. You know, if you go to tax status, 
it can tell you if you've got any outstanding return sure. or not. Right. But normally now, they normally send SMS as well. If you've got two or two or more years of outstanding return, what SAS has done is that they send you an SMS. Because uh, with effect from 2021 December, SAS is now charging penalty for all the outstanding return. So mm-hmm. let's say you have been submitted mm-hmm. for the past mm-hmm. few years, your return. So they'll first SMS and acknowledge that and, and, and acknowledge that you've got two outstanding return that have been submitted. If you ignore it, then they will start penalizing you mm. in amount of two hundred and fifty per month for each and every return that is outstanding. So they will be sending you SMS and emails. That is why it's very important to make sure that your contact details with SARS are up to date. So that you can get all sorts of correspondence from SARS. Right. What actually notify you if you are non compliant. But basically if you are actually you know that you are you are you are you are being employed and you're earning a salary that is above over as you must be checked, then make sure that you submit your tax your tax return. But a good thing that has been um done by SARS recently as well since last year is something that is called auto assessment. So what is SARS doing now is actually making the process much more easier for mm. the taxpayers. You you don't even have to go and prepare your tax return. SARS collect all the information from the third party, things like medical aid certificates, if you've got any retirement, they collect the certificate. Obviously, your RP5, they'll collect it from your employer through MP5 for one submission. Mm. Then, once they've got all that information, they do the return for you. The only thing they do, they just send you an assessment to say, okay, you've been auto assessed, just go and accept or decline. Meaning, if you just go inside, you go to your, your current return, mm. open it. If you see that, okay, you are happy with it, obviously, uh, guys, we understand you are. You don't have knowledge of tech. Yes. You know what I'm saying. So that is why. And most sometimes of the time technology will, will send. Uh, yes, the technology. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> so that is why now there's a need for people like us. You know, hundreds. Country, because we are counted. You know what I'm saying. Then you come to us, Senzo. Can you check if my return is, is, is correct? You know, because sometimes SARS as well, they can make a mistake. Mm. Because in mm. case for guys who, who who actually have a travel, uh, who got a travel allowance. They've got a logbook. SARS will never have a logbook. You know what I'm saying? So a logbook will be in the hands of a taxpayer. So in that case, we can't accept because, you know, there's a certain information that SARS doesn't have on their side, which you have because you know that you've got a travel logbook, which must be captured on your return. Then you can't accept that return. Then that's where now you need guys like us. Then you contact uh, your uh, consultant or an accountant to just go and, and obviously look at that return and submit it on your behalf. But if you are here with everything, then you can just accept. Then you know your return is fine. Then you are just compliant. I would still suggest, uh, Senso, that, you know, each and every one, at least once a year, you know, make use mm. of the services of an accountant because rules change. I mean, the way SARS changes the regulations, they mm. update this, mm. they minus mm. that. Mm. It's, we can't. Yo, we can't. We can't. Definitely to Let, No, to honestly, it's, it's, it's so dangerous to not have a professional, mm. you know, mm. unless you're one of those that Accounted. attend. Yes, unless you're one of those that yeah. attend those training <laughs> sessions, etc., etc. Let's get your details, Senzo. You've done enough marketing. <laughs> Let's get your details. Where do we find you if we'd like to check in with you? Where do people ask you questions beyond this conversation? Okay, guys, you can just contact us on our um, my phone number. You can just call me or mm-hmm. WhatsApp me uh, on zero seven nine three zero four eight one seven four. I will repeat it zero seven nine three 
0208-374. You can just drop us a WhatsApp. Or you can just call our office line on 031 214 031 014 if I'm not mistaken. Okay, that's fine. I think. Look, let's stick yes. to the let's stick to the to the O seven nine number. Uh, that's that, that's really yeah, that's uh, look. Number. Yes, no, definitely. Um, I think that's very helpful, Senzo. And um, let me thank yes. you for your time. We have run out of time. Let me thank you for your time. The work that you do. Um, I'm specifically very excited about the work that you do because, first of all, you yes. guys are young people and you're making paying yes. tax fashionable, which is absolutely amazing for our time. I think, and and also the fact that you you have this much knowledge and access to technology and all of those wonderful things. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll check in with you next week, yeah? Thanks, Anna. Looking forward to have a chat next week. Fantastic. My family, that is Okupila uh, Kwezwe, accountants, Senzo Tetra, joining us on the line. Next week, we are going to be looking at tax for businesses. I am amazed at how possible it is as an individual to not be tax compliant and to actually rob the government without even realizing. I uh, really appreciate this conversation with uh, Senzom Teto and my family. They are Okupila Kwezwe accountants. No hassles, no frills. It just sounds full of life on 657 AM. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.